Time flies when you're with brilliance. As in Mac on the Rock, Blink Radio 94.5 for the Lou and I and him show. And of course, him is moody again. And and he says he's gone. He says that what? What does he say? He says he'll be here next week. You know, Lou is, uh, I think he's got a little bit of dementia because he's sitting here at the at the microphone. And he doesn't turn the microphone, the microphones to his face. Uh, look at him. He's standing around. And Lou, do you understand what you're doing or no? I'm getting there. Do you realize that the microphone's not in front of you? It's not an Atari Game, game Boy. See, he still doesn't know. I've and never played Atari. I got a microphone in front of my face. You guys can't hear him. Okay. Because his microphone is not even close to his face. And he's still looking down on his phone. Oh. He's that old generation, the new generation with new gadgets. And on top of that, the, the actual phone stem is so easily turned towards him. Everything's offered to him here on Blink Radio 94.5. I'm here, everyone. Thanks very much. And um, tell us a little bit before we play your article, because, you know, here on, on the Concrete Conservative show that now became the Lou and, <laughs> and him and I show, um, we always play, we let AI uh, play your article. We have to play last week's, too. It's a two-parter. Yeah, since we weren't around, we weren't around last week. What was the reason for not being around next last week? I don't you you were dealing with somebody. Oh, and today I'm screaming on the phone with a, <laughs> a different somebody. <laughs> See, I'm in the hardware store business. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at five o'clock, it's either a full raging inferno that started like at seven o'clock in the morning, uh-huh. or it's a fire that just commenced again. <laughs> a fire that I thought I put out earlier in the week or later in the week or earlier in the day or later in the day because I am the real handy manny. <laughs> Some people just get the right for a living and it really doesn't matter what they said when they wrote because nothing ever happens with what they write. I was reading a, a, a textbook that, was, that I had in college. I pulled it out of the garage. I hadn't read it in years. And it, it was a textbook about all the great speeches. Oh, wow. They're just uh, all the speeches compiled together. And reading the, uh, reading the FDR speeches really was disastrous for my psyche. Because he was good. No. It was well written. Yeah. And it ruined America. Well, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. He was good. His speeches were God, good. But he was a son a, of a. Bitch. But he was a disaster. Disaster for this country, sure, man. Sure, And Eisenhower wrote a speech, too. And he wasn't very good, but he was better. But he was deliberate because yeah. he was a general. But And he was sabotaged by the, the Harry Reid of his time, Lyndon Spain's Johnson, another asshole. That guy was satanic. Wow. i never seen two people. Uh, separate, of course, separate, you know, separate genres, eras, political moments. But I've never seen two people more accurate in their speeches that are were more dis, uh, debased and ineffective for the nation as a whole. That's very well put. Than, than those two people. That's very well put. And Eisenhower made, uh, made sense of it in a speech he wrote that I'm going to reread so that I can do just a show just on the speech. It was so well done. Mm. And he wasn't assertive enough because he was a military man. He realized he had to reserve 
mm. his punches for later battles because he was a political man at the time of the speech. Right. When in fact he should have been a general and he should have fought with fire. And it was related to the 1958 Civil Rights Act that was sabotaged by Lyndon Baines Johnson, who wanted to be president. He had to settle to be Kennedy's vice president and therefore getting his wish with the Civil Rights Act of 1964. That crushed Barry Goldwater, so it worked because it got him elected. Barry, everything Barry, I got to read the Barry speeches because Barry was on, you know, that guy probably was the greatest conservative leader in modern American history. Yeah, and they destroyed and never him. got mentioned. They destroyed him. They destroyed him. But he not, lost by six million votes. But his legacy. And the thing that Biden beat Trump by eight. <laughs> but his legacy was Ronald Reagan. Yeah, but you keep on going back to Reagan. And, and I got to meet Reagan. And I had the front line. I was in the front row for Reagan. And sorry, folks, as eloquent as he was, and he sounded so unrehearsed. Because he was an actor, so he used it in his uh, campaign speeches and his general inspiration. The truth is, he was the, I don't know, the right man in the wrong time. Because he was surrounded, surrounded by American communists, Marxists. Yeah, but everyone is. I mean, everyone is. He had no power in the Congress. He had no senators. He had no house. He had Tip O'Neill, Mr. Nice Guy, but he was like the Joe Biden of his time. On on (sighs) On that note... Play part one. Play this article. Well, you can't be that spontaneous because it requires that I have the AI ready. Uh, you got to keep on. Well, no, I'll, I'll talk, but not the last, the, the next to last article, which talks about Reagan and the eighties and the culture and the arts and about real men and later real women. Oh God! So, um, yes, no, but Ronald Reagan was the greatest president of our lifetime. Trump started out being good. And but, then you blew it by saying that he wasn't good when he was ten times more successful than Reagan. Uh, yeah, right. That, yeah, he was ten times. Some, <laughs> yeah. I don't see. I don't see how. That's so ridiculous. It's not even. It's not coming. even funny how you can d- dispute it. He, he first of what, all, what's what's left? What's left of of Trump? What's huh? le- what's left of it? That's all emotional BS. You're sounding like a liberal. What's left of it? The Abraham Accords. The Abraham Accords. That was the most important document the, in the history of the Middle East and Parliament. The Abraham Accords were great, and they're being dismantled. No, it's not great. They were spectacularly effective. They were being they're being dismantled. Well, because you, well, no, look, because no. of people like you voted for Biden. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you start contesting. The, no, you're, you're, you're just talking nonsense. No, I'm talking you, nonsense. You're I talking flibble flab. You know I didn't. I never liked you know I didn't the vote. idea of criticizing Trump you know when I, he wasn't going to come over for dinner. You know I voted for Trump, okay? Okay, great. All right, all right. All right. Whoa, whoopee-doo. Yeah. And, and you know what? You never concocted the Abraham Accords. I will vote you for You never him. got Israel. I will vote for him again. Yeah, better I because really... he's going to slam right yourself right down your throat. Right. Well, I, yeah, but I've now, got, I've got I will agree with you. I don't think he'll take advantage of the revenge tour that everybody wants him to take in those four then, years. Then he's worthless. Right. Then he's worthless. I think he'll go back to business as union. union um, and get crushed may, again. Maybe he'll no. Maybe he'll build the wall. No, yeah, he'll get crushed. He'll get. He'll, he'll, get, be, he'll it, get crushed again. It'll be hard to oppose him. Not to mention the fact that he's gone way left from the last time. I mean, way left. Well, he was always uh, an ex-Democrat. Yeah, but he went. But but in 2016, he was a kick-ass guy, and now he's just a, like a little weenie, which is really sad. Well, he's uh, for the first time in the in the 
in the Kelly interview, uh, he was disheveled for the first time. And and and, and in the in the, the he, he came with his hair all kind of you know that famous hair was falling out of his head. And the trans response was embarrassing. Go uh, recite. Tell the audience what the trans response was. Megan Kelly says, "Can a man be a woman?" He should have just said, "Of course not." No, but he went, oh, uh, "Well, now you're well, yeah." And people are just going, "What the? Who, who is this guy?" And he goes, "Well, you know, there's he's mo- not a stalwart there's concern. Mo- there's modern. That's where that's where the there's modern sciences that are you know what at that point, you know, I, I and I'll, I can't defend him. I'll hold my nose up and vote. But anybody who doesn't say no, no, that's the answer. No, that's it. So, no." So uh, and, and that's Trump. I mean, this, I mean, he could have he could have been really and then he hit Trumpish. The, he could have said, "I've been a man for a long time. I've never once menstruated." Then he hit, <laughs> then he hits DeSantis from the left. That's the amazing thing. yeah about the abortion. That's the amazing thing. That guy is yeah. really lost it. But Unfor- unfortunately, even with his uh, political flaws, he's been able to do what I've always dreamed a Republican to do, which is to crush the left. Well, and he's exposed them in every way possible. And they got him back, and he's dead. And he's. I dead. don't think he's, he's dead. dead. I don't think they got him back. They, okay. Is he? Yeah. No. We're suffering because they got him back. Look, if you think for a moment they're going to indict him on anything, I don't care. He's. The point is, the Marxists cult- use the law all the time to defeat their enemies. Yeah. Well. The, well. He, and you guys are playing in on it by by pointing out. Flaws in his game plan oh, when you, you ask him to fight. Stop it. Don't tell him how to pull the punches. Yeah, no. I, he's, Dude, I'm a cruiser, man. Wait. I was a cruiser in the closest. No, I'm having technical difficulties. Okay. I'm having real technical difficulties. Well. Because of the power outage here the other day. Remember those three blips we had live on the radio? Was it last week? It was. Uh, I had two. One knocked me out for a whole day, building-wise. The other one we had to we had to close the show early because of the blips. Yeah. Well, I'm still seeing a problem because my screen is down. So you can't get the air. And I can't. Uh, I don't know if I go and use my other screen. Let's see what happens here. This is an experiment, folks. I'm going to use the very. I shouldn't do this. The very uh, an operating system that operates this station. I'm going to use its internet. While Manny is looking uh, up, uh, trying to get uh, my articles on audio, um, I think all of you, if possible, should subscribe to the American Spectator, which is the finest, brightest uh, conservative communication on the market right now. Great writers, well, including myself, but... Um, also, just fantastic conservatism and uh, no nonsense, and it's a great magazine and it's a great deal. Please subscribe, and you will all uh, reap the reward. And so will society, American Western civilization. But other than that, you know, take it easy. Now, do you feel like they should read your articles before they read everybody else's? No, but maybe. If they like, if they like me, they like my articles. I talk about the culture. I'm the culture correspondent. In other words, you you the culture war correspondent. <laughs> so you make you have the difficult task of connecting the movies and theater of its time with the politics of its time. Right, and sometimes I just talk straight politics, and sometimes I just talk straight movies. But usually, it's a combination of the two. Uh, in, the, in this article, if you get it up, the the one about the men, about real men in the '80s. Um, I'm making a point about the, you know, the 
lack of manhood and the attacks on what they call toxic masculinity as a, as a way to destroy the family and the unit and basically the culture because the, the culture can't survive on feminist uh, you know, theory because it's fantasy and it's wrong and it's devastating for women. Well, ironically, you mentioned Reagan earlier. Yes. It was Reagan who passed. I know. The, the most yes, uh, the, the feminist... Uh, the divorce thing. You, uh, yeah, the the, fa- the Family Act of 1970. Yeah, no, no. Look, it was a rough... The 70s was a rough... A rough All right, here's a, big, here's a big experiment. I'm pressing AI to see if you guys are going to hear it. Guess what? Nothing. It didn't work. Ah. And what really sucks is that uh, the power outage really did a did a number on this studio. Well, I will have to read it. Oh my lord! In your Spanglish. Okay, here we go. Okay. Go ahead and read it. It's the best we can do at the moment. Give me a second. This is a two-parter, two different articles, uh, but they're the. Uh, they're on the same thread. I hope you can all hear me. The talkies. Will men make a 1980s style comeback? Where have all the good men gone and where are all the gods? Where's that street white... Street white... I'm... <laughs> I need a hero. I'm holding out for a hero till the end of the night. He's got to be strong... And he's got to be fast, and he's got to be fresh from the fight. Bonnie Tyler holding out for a hero. For an astonishing 40 years, I've had a barely varying matrix of 400-plus songs on my workout playlist, the great majority of them from the 80s. Notice he doesn't have the playlist from Blink Radio. He has his own. Do you know what I mean? I'm talking about my workout playlist. Workout, meaning... Uh, he's now implying, I'm going to be a liberal here, he's implying that I'm really fat and I don't work out, therefore uh, it's because of my playlist. That's what a liberal would reply <laughs> to your comment. Doing pull-ups this morning, half the number of what I did back then. Because of the vaccine. I listened to the lyrics of Bonnie Tyler's motivational Holding Out for a Hero from the 1984 hit film Footloose. This caused me to lament and resent the precipitous decline in the culture since that uplifting decade when almost all was right with the nation and the arts before men relinquished both to the mad left. Tyler's song, for example, beautifully captures the eternal female yearn for a real man to romance her. Today, it would be banned in practically every college in America as a sexist ode to toxic masculinity and the patriarchy. Although the movie about just such a man, Kevin Bacon, who excites a religiously repressed town youth out of their complacent stupor, did huge business in 1984, no modern studio would touch it. The sequence featuring Holding Out for a Hero depicts a macho game of chicken between two white guys competing for a hot woman atop dueling bulldozers. 80s boys and girls dug it and popularized the song. Yet the same scene would trigger their 21st century snowflake successors into the safe spaces. Mostly, the overpopulous beta men like Richard, whom I cited in a recent article, 
while the feminist would be leading the shrill charge to cancel the entire film. Ironically, the blame for this cultural deterioration goes to men, in particular alpha males. Obeying the natural order of things, men dominated all of history and world leader America since its constitution. But in the late 60s and 1970s, real men took a break, temporarily letting hippies, feminists, Marxists, and racialists take over the culture as surely as the Democrats did government post-Watergate. The resulting geopolitical debris, humiliating defeat in Vietnam, Roe v. Wade, Jimmy Carter, gas lines, American hostages in Iran, Soviet expansion into Afghanistan, malaise, was matched by artistic feminization. The screen, large and small, became a canvas for unmanliness. I remember an old interview with the fine actor Dustin Hoffman, whose picture, The Graduate, helped spearhead the emasculation. Describing his time at the New York Actors Studio, Hoffman recalled how all the other taller, manlier students would spend their free moments fast-drawing invisible handguns. This was no game for them. In the early 60s, you couldn't imagine being a successful actor on film or television without seeming at home in a Western. The beloved genre had long before iconized the male hero via inseparable virtues, courage, physical prowess, respect for women, and proficiency at violence when required. Superman! As Bonnie Tyler sang, He's got to be strong, and he's got to be fast, and he's got to be fresh from the fight. Boys wanted to be him, and girls, like Tyler, wanted to be with him, because he reflected the basic reality about men and women. Yet the fascinating tragic flaw of the Western hero is that though perpetually a loner, he understands that the family is the building block of civilization, so he risks his life to protect it, as only a man can. Try as they did, feminist filmmakers and TV producers could not devise a Western female counterpart to him, which is why he had to go. Hence, in the 70s, he went that away, along with any semblance of masculinity. Conservative men turned into objects of scorn in film and television. See Robert Duvall as Frank Burns in M.A.S.H., the movie, and Larry Linville on TV, and Carol O'Connor as Archie Bunker in All in the Family, or psychotic Vietnam veterans like Bruce Dern in Black Sunday and Coming Home. Meanwhile, asexual women dominated the media, most notably Jill Clayburgh, Barbara Streisand, Ellen Burstyn, early 70s Jane Fonda in the theater, and even more obnoxiously on TV with Maude, Alice, One Day at a Time. There were a few prominent exceptions in the year 1971, embodied by three major male stars who refused to liberalize. John Wayne, Big Jake, Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry, and Sean Connery as James Bond in Diamonds Are Forever. But they bucked the trend, along with the one-year-later blockbuster, The Godfather. Then, in 1976, came a streetwide Hercules to fight the rising odds. Sylvester Stallone as Rocky. Rocky's effect on the culture cannot be underestimated, since it's caught two waves already forming. 
a celebration of young manhood via physical fitness, Rocky's theme became the ultimate male workout inspirer, and a defiant new conservatism personified by a real-life hero, Ronald Reagan. Both forces culminated in the glorious 1980s. Men and America were back. Reagan restored the patriotic pride which led to economic prosperity and the military resurgence that ultimately destroyed the evil empire, the Soviet Union. And the arts exploded with machismo on film. Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Gibson, Norris, Crocodile Dundee. On TV, Miami Vice, The A-Team, Knight Rider, the greatest American hero. And in music, like the awesome song Still Keeping Me in Shape, Tarzan Boy, In a Big Country, White Wedding, Call Me, Dancing in the Dark, Under the Milky Way, Eye of the Tiger from Rocky Three, and hundreds of others. Unfortunately, good times make weak men. And after Reagan came a whole lot of them. Bush, Clinton, Bush, Biden, Obama with a two-year turnaround by Trump until the forces of darkness, a global pandemic, and his own poor choices brought him down, and the country with him. But I'm still holding out for a hero, and I pray that in 2024 we'll elect him. Until then, it's up to us to fight the rising odds. Well, the patience in me, which is zilch, can't wait to 2024. Yeah. The, 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 the desire you have into blaming someone who was attacked from the get-go, I have a problem with. Okay. Uh, the very fact that, you know, Rocky beat up a black guy, that creates a lot of problems for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it does not. You're making that up. Uh, you You're know. making, totally making that up. What? Nobody, nobody has ever. Come on. If, if Rocky would have lost to the black guy, the movie would have been even more popular. He did, he, <laughs> he, he did officially lose in the, in the movie. No, he didn't. He, he no, made he a comeback. Lost. He made a comeback. No, he, he stayed up for a bunch of rounds, but the, it was, the title was, the, the victory was given to Apollo Creed in the movie. Oh, yeah. I stand corrected then. I, I, so, so Rocky didn't beat Apollo Creed in the first movie? He kind of did, but he was a nothing and nobody. Well, the, but the actual decision was made yeah, in the movie. Yeah, it was Apollo Creed. Wow, I stand corrected. I thought he, 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 when, he uh, when he screams out, Adrian, it's because he did it. But he actually, it was just a comeback that never that the fell nobody short. Nobody expected he would last whatever And it, was. it fell short, they gave the decision to Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Oh, I stand corrected. Yeah. No, the movie's great. The, yeah, the dementia said it. Uh, <laughs> it's a minor detail, but it is a major <laughs> one in my mind because I don't know if I'm going to sleep tonight. But he, did, but he did beat the hell out of uh, the, 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 the black guy. The, the, Shame on him. How the, dare he? Mr. T and Rocky. Like, I, like I've been saying lately with the memes, with the, the beautiful part about memes, it gives you clarity on stuff you're already thinking, but someone beat you to the punch. In my case, that's how I feel about really good memes. The point, the point of it is... Black Lives Matter, if it was so, why are they all killing each other? The point of it is that, that it was common to have that... That visual montage of guys working out. There was a b- whole bunch of those movies, you know. Yeah, man, you you you, you gave a nice list there. Yeah, yeah, and 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 now you, if you see that, I mean, even Gillette, you know, Gillette the razor company, you know, they're like, oh, no, talk, you know, they have like a guy, you know, going to talk to a 
a pretty girl and his buddy holds him back. No, you don't. You don't do that. You know, it's, that's where we're, that's, that's what we've become. That's what we've become. I always say the real macho statement. Uh, it's very Hispanic, and it's kind of repeated from my elders. When women start acting all feminist and argumentative about everything, I go, "What do you do when the intruder comes in the house? Are you taking him on, or you're expecting me to?" No, you know, I've and of course, I, I I do the muscle. Uh, you know, I describe it the intruder as. <laughs> so I say, "What do you do when he comes in the house? Are you going to take him on, or am I going to take him on?" As, so stand down. As I said, I've risked my. I've, I'm a little guy. I've risked my neck twice to protect women. You know, once. Uh, you know. A purse snatching the the woman, your poor the Latina woman, is just holding on to her purse while this black, muscular black guy is pulling, and she's just holding. Apparently, her being dragged through the street. Yeah, her whole life is there, and I go, I know I'm gonna, and the, the guy's probably gonna pull something on me, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, but I walk up to him, hey, you know, the guy's like, let's go of the purse, startled. The woman starts walking away. I said, look. Don't you know? Don't and the guy goes. It's cool, man. It's cool. thank God, you know. But, but you know, I'm, you know. Wait, wait, wait a second. Doesn't that deserve? <laughs> but, but that's how. That's. How, <laughs> Sorry, it was a mini bottle. That's how guys get shot. It wasn't a full. Yeah, the or, truth is, you got to stop it. Yeah, uh, yeah. There is nothing you can do about it, it other than put yourself put it, in put it, a nice way. I'm it, appalled that the men out there. Filming women getting abused, right. like like the the little old lady that was stood up to some guy in in some I don't know quick mark some gas station supermarket kind of stuff. Or what do you call those little quick marks? And they're filming it instead of saying, "Hey, hey, hey, dude, you can't hit an eighty year old woman. How about getting punched by a seventy year old man you, and slap the guy?" You have to stand up for it, even even when they're going to gang up and you and beat the hell out of you. You know, man. Because, uh, but you know, but I was going, man. I wish women were like in the movies. Why should I risk my neck for this girl? You know, same thing with a neighbor being beaten by her, like a boyfriend. You know, like in Venice Beach, where, and I go, oh man, boom, and I had to go in and literally just have a punch out with the guy. You know, just you know, and finally he just. So that was when you were working out with that playlist, man. That got you to. Do oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. Your playlist got you pumped up yeah, for I that was, one. I was younger then, but yeah. Wow, that's cool. Plus, you got. You you could actually uh, do a great growing shot considering your size. You could really knock out someone's nuts. <laughs> Woo! I was taller also. I was 5'7". Oh, now you're what? 5'5". Five, five. Wow. So the age shrunk you. Yeah. In my case, my weight shrunk me. I used to be a solid six foot. Yeah. And bro, I'm, barely, I'm barely approaching 5'11". Yeah. I think I'm like 10, 5'10 mm-hmm. and something. But, yeah, that's... Because of the weight, man. Yeah, uh, but I, I didn't... You had this, you have height to spare. I, I don't, you know? <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I don't have the height to spare. No, I don't have that. I'm right at the Mason Dixon line for height because all midgets start at six foot, you know, and you're under six foot, you're small. Yeah, and I'm now, now one of them. Now, everybody, I, I look at, I'm going, God, I used to be okay with, I used to be pretty successful with women. Now I just see like I'm, I'm like in the land of the giants, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think another thing that, that hurt us is that the strong fiber of our society was. Women standing net down to the complexities and vanities of men. Now today, women, because of the choices they have, are much more like men and are appealed by visual. But they're not. But they're not. But they're not really like men. I mean, they they try to be. No, I'm talking about in their in their values of who they decide to recreate with. Uh, pro, I think the procreate, recreate, procreate. You yeah. can say whatever you want. Of yeah. they're both. 
well, fine and dandy to me. Okay. I think they're both properly said. Okay. Um, I think it's much more magical the way I said it. <laughs> you, you can go ahead with your American spectatorishness. The truth is, uh, men, men have to be visual. They have to be attracted. They have to be able to perform the reproductive function. Therefore, they have to hook up with women they're actually attracted to, or else. What's the what's the point? That's totally right. Okay, so there's a certain vanity that comes with that, which is I gotta like her. I don't care what comes out of her mouth. She, I gotta be very <laughs> appealing to me, right? And that's a flaw in our personality, it's but not, it's, it's something not, that's very you, human. First of all, it's not. You explain why it's not a flaw. Yeah, I did explain it, but it still hurts because she can't be that way forever. She's got to crank out a bunch of kids for you, and it's gonna be really hard on her body. I know. I know family members. It's really hard. Pregnancy is hard on them. Uh, we don't. For some, for us, for others. So others, they shake it off. Yeah. And some women crank out 10, 10 kids and they're just fine. Yeah. But women really have to base their love for a man on his deeds. How does he behave? First of all, number one, and I think Luke can attest to this, and I can too because it's probably one of the more flawless parts of my personality, is how I treat my mother how a woman can understand me best and any man for that matter and i say this several times women i don't care how old you are how your husband boyfriend treats their mother is how they ultimately will treat you regardless of how judgmental you are about your in-law your mother-in-law i'm sure plenty there are plenty of complaints there but no matter what you got to respect his mother even if she's a drug addict, look, perfect example is our boy uh, D. Wade. He accepted a, an award in front of thousands of people. His mother was a drug addict. She had a lot of problems with the law growing up as his mother. And he asked her, Mom, please stand up. After he had said thank you to all the people who brought him to prominence, all the people that had saved his ass and made him the player in the outskirts of Chicago, playing in the hood, in all the different courts. He acknowledged everybody one by one. I'm telling you, it was like, I don't know, it was remarkable. It was about an hour uh, acceptance speech for the NBA Hall of Fame. But at the end, as rightfully so, he goes, Dad first. Okay? Dad, you're the one that took over. You're the one that took me to every court in Chicago. You made me play everybody, the big, the tall, the fast, the, the more talented, the less talented. You were in there with me. You were playing with me. You were sweating with me. You da 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 And... That's it. And, but he didn't ask him to stand up or personal uh, gravitas to his father. He goes, Mom, please stand up. And now Mom's in a precarious situation because he could really unload on her. But at being a gentleman, he said, Mom, you, I admire you because you overcame these things. And you knew when to step back and let Dad take over. They were not married. They were separated for years. And dad took over, thank God, that dad took over. Because look, hey, he goes back to his father. Dad, come up here to this podium. Come on, dad, we're in the Hall of Fame! And that's how he ends up the speech. And that's kind of the theme of what I take in when I, when I heard, you know, heard you reading your article. It's really, hello, if it was the economy stupid in the Clinton era, it's the men stupid today. Yes. Men have got to stand up. And I did, I, I did the best I could by standing up for schooling. And I did what men should do. And guess what? 
There was no one in the audience. It was my, only it was only women. My 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 thing is the arts. So and that's why I mentioned those things from the eighties because boys need role model. You know, boy and Man. they and they have none. They no. have zero. You know, they they're dragged to see. Well, they, they they go to gangs when they can't find a father figure. They well, go to the, that, that, the older guy in the gang. Yeah. But, but but the ones that don't go in gangs get depressed and 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 there's a, just an enormous you know d- deterioration of in the mental you know the the mental health of, of boys it, and because they have nothing, no one to look up. You know, you know what a good example is because they haven't even seen it. You know, who talks about that a lot on Fox News is Tyrus. How yeah yeah he had yeah. a tough time finding. Male figure yeah. to look up to, and right. he was a big giant dude. He yeah. needed help. Yeah, I mean, letting tires run around I, in society on his own—that <laughs> that could be very dangerous. One of the things I miss most on uh, by not watching Fox News, which I'll which I'll talk about in a minute, is uh, is the the Gutfeld show, which I re- I really like, and, and I like Tyrus, and uh, you know, I say nothing about Gutfeld. I think his humor is hideous. Tyrus is a, a regular, on but uh, yes, he is, but. I was talking about Tyrus. Why did you bum me out talking about Greg Gutfeld's corny Because humor? Ty, that's where Tyrus always makes a, a, a good point on the show. The only thing that's really the only thing that's really cool about Gutfeld is he'll say anything. Now, yeah, no, I, I think he's great. He'll say anything, but I just don't find his humor. No, I do. Me being me being uh, Hispanic descent, uh, I'm much more into. Uh, much more uh, cunning humor, like more. I don't know. He's he goes the he goes. Uh, I'll give him this. When he goes crude, he doesn't go lascivious crude because it's cable TV. Yeah, maybe live he does. I don't know. But the real humor is, you know, the Chris Rocks, the uh, what's his name. Uh, but they have to use profanity. Dave, Ch- have, Dave Chappelle. Uh, Dave Chappelle. I like Dave Chappelle because it's more intellectual. Yeah. I like that. I learned to appreciate that more now as I'm older. Uh, what's the other one? The, the one who blew himself up, uh, Aaron, uh, Pryor. Yeah, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor was out of control. And then also the intellect of his time. Though, uh, Lenny Bruce. No. Uh, George, uh, George Carlin. George Carlin, bro, he was brilliant. Yeah. Oh my God, he he spelled out. You got to do an article just on Carlin, the things he said that held true today. Do you have any? Remember, remember the the two hundred and sixty words you can't say yeah, on TV. Yeah, that yeah, was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he spits it all out like, yeah. and then the other one was those political hacks he would make without letting you know that he might might have been a liberal guy. I don't know. You think he was a conservative guy, a liberal guy? He was. He was liberal. He was probably the the original conspiracy yeah, theorist. Yeah, he, he, he was a liberal guy. And and but but at that time, it was cool to be a liberal guy because the establishment, even though it wasn't conservative, was not you know was, was not liberal. It was Nixonian, you know. And and ooh, are you admitting that Nixon was a liberal? Yeah. And and, and yeah. it took me a long time to understand that. Yeah, yeah. He was the. By the by the way, uh, you guys, there's so much to talk about. You know. Keep on talking. We're yeah. on the radio because. Actually, this ties with real men and quasi-beta men. And the biggest beta Republican of all time is Mitt Romney, who has just said he's not running for re-election. Thank freaking God. And, 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 and he was just— You know what he's smelling? Yeah. Trump's victory. Well, also, he, wouldn't, he wasn't going to win in Utah. You know, just, well, yes or no. no. If Trump wasn't the nominee— then Romney would have a chance, but when Trump's going to win this thing, 
he said, let me get out of here because I'm going to be in his can I'm going to be in his eyesight. Can we not talk about Trump? Because I don't think he can win, actually. I don't. But uh, what are you going to do when he does? Well, then I'll be very I'll be I'll be less happy than I would. Then you have to change chairs. So I can see you right now. You're hiding behind the screen. But next chair, you're going to have to be on microphone number three instead of two. So I can just slam you for an I hour. I will be less happy than I was in 2016, but happier than I was in 2020. But I'll be less happy because... Why can't the conservative intellects that you are having coffee, tea, and pee with, because you've got to talk in the men's bathroom too, coffee, tea, and pee, why can't you tell these people you we are to blame for for, Trump's- for blowing up Trump? No. The guy was the most successful president in our time. No, the, the, under incredible duress that you guys created by creating snap foods. I wrote... I wrote. I just went, that's when I started writing this column, and I wrote pro-Trump stuff, and I talked and I talked. Wrote about the you know what the, the biggest flaw that Trump had, other than I agree with you, poor nominations. But, and, but, and I got rid of Comey. I mean, you can't replace the Obama administration no, but, and not gut the but, entire but, executive branch. But the problem, the problem is because remember he kept the the, the Vidman brothers. Remember those two finks? The, oh my god! The, yeah, 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 yeah. That was disastrous. No, no, the, no, but how I, would he have known unless someone told him, "Hey, you got to get rid of those two. Those, well, I didn't know who they were until the, they testified. The, those guys, Jeff Sessions. Wow. Every, they were all disaster. Yeah, well, Jeff Sessions is much more of a... Christopher s- Christopher Ray. You just look at that guy. But and how he, could he let that guy come in after he got rid know, of Comey? And you know he's a, he's a weenie. Bolton, uh, General Milley, every one of these guys. That's all on Trump. No, know? and how about the other one that who repla- uh, who Milley replaced? Uh, he spoke so mo- so highly of. The guy ended up being another rhino. Yeah, the little, the little, the little guy, uh, the, the mad, mad, mad dog, mad dog. Yes, dude, everything blew up in his face. Uh, yeah, no. But no, how can you blame him if he was under the I, arrest? I, I blame him. He's the lead. He's the leader. He's got a. And you, he didn't come prepared. Yeah, he's the leader. So he looked like he didn't think he'd win. Yeah, and and then and then he got destroyed. And 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 now hitting, hitting DeSantis from the left is inexcusable. Inexcusable and makes me makes me sick. Actually, well, what makes me sick is him running. Yeah, the Santa's running. No, that, that's uh, upsetting. Well, I'm not even stand talk, down. I'm not even talking stand about stand down. No, no way. Yes. No. Stop. After it. after they try to coup the American president, stand down. Look at that. Look at that. Stop it. Look at that chalkboard full of candidates running against Trump. How stupid is that? It demeans the brand. It dilutes the brand. I don't. I don't. We wanna, can't even sell. I don't want to call you an idiot. No. But you're being idiotic. No, I'm not. Let me put it this. You can call me an idiot. I don't mind let that. Me, let me explain. Let me. Ex- I find that to be a compliment. Let me explain. An idiot calling another person an idiot when he isn't. You don't have proof let to me call ex- me an idiot. Let me explain. No, I'm about. I'm about to give. I'm you better a, make a good one. I'm, I'm going to. Okay. Ron DeSantis took a purple state and made it bright red. Bright red. By far. Ronald Stop, stop now. Donald Trump took a purple country and made it blue. Bright blue. Which is is where we are now. That's not true. Oh, completely true. The vast Who's the president? Who's Who's in Congress? You know, who's running Congress? Who's running the media? You know, Okay. They've always run the media. Okay. Is Florida bright red or not? Yes or no? I believe uh, beating uh, Chris as much as he did, it's bright red. Okay. But. Okay. And America's a mess. But he, um, and he one day counted America's when Trump could America's a mess right now. The, the border, nothing. The cities, that nothing. alone. That alone is, makes you have to ask the Republican Party, stand down. Look at it. It looks like a freaking the, student council election. 
That's two election cycles right. in a row. Okay, I think we've covered the... I, I didn't want to go to Trump-DeSantis thing. All I'm saying is... The it, worst thing about it, audience, is that I, you know, my track record is quite personal with Ron DeSantis very early on. So he'd been given advice by people who really don't have an axe to grind, per se, just wanted to see him uh, stay above the fray, and he chose... He chose to run. The point is this. I would be a lot more pro-Trump right now if he wasn't a lefty all of a sudden in deep, meaningful cultural issues like abortion and the trans movement, which is the biggest evil. And it's the epicenter of that narrative. Yeah, it's the biggest evil right now. And we have it almost won. Right. Almost. Almost. We're turning it around, and this guy can't even answer if a man can be a woman or not. There you got me, man. Because I I heard the... I heard it when I heard it. Yeah, uh, I saw it on you know on podcast, and I, I you know, it's, it's one of those Trump things where he lacks political. But he wasn't like intellect. That. He wasn't like that in sixteen. Well, he, you know, what he's reaching for, and uh, lasciviously, <laughs> if I bring that word back, in a it's fine crude in a crude manner, he's seducing women, and no, but it's, they're not going to vote for him. They're not going to vote. That's who he claims he lost. <coughs> Lost from, lost by last time. So I think he's seducing, especially single women who still want to abort, and they still want to do their their abortion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of disgusting. But hey, man, women, young women have to understand. Hey, it's still a life, and it's not the life's fault that you made the choice. All right, to sleep with a dirtbag, and you don't want to have his children, but you thought he was really attractive. All right. Well, speaking of women, my second article is about women. Oh, don't you're not going to go back to the girlfriend thing, are you? No, it's about women. It's my it's my recent one. This is where him is needed. Where is he? Where's Where's our champion to come in through the door this, and save this, me from from myself? This, or I mean, from Lou. This was a perfect segue. Okay, so we have no AI. Does, does your is your first of all is your woman a man in a dress or it's a woman? All right, here we go. Or is it an AI girlfriend? Here oh, we go. God, here we go. Embrace ourselves. Hold your hat, folks. First of all, I will. Play. This is your second article. Yeah, yeah, it, but it's it's the second half of. Uh, no, uh, no, read the whole article. No, 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 no. It's it's the first article that I already read right. is like part one. Okay, 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 okay. This is part two. But first, I want to play a clip from a movie which sets it all up. You can't have silence on radio. Hit the volume. When did you decide at exactly zero four hundred? It's just three words. I didn't ask for a word count. Give me the message. You won't believe it. We've checked and double-checked. It keeps coming up the same thing. Colonel, the message is, Mars needs women. (laughs) That that, that is the opening. Did did that come out okay, clearly? Play it again. All right, we'll play it again. It's very short. This is the opening from a cult classic, a really bad movie, but it's gotten a lot of fame. Here we go. Science fiction, 1960s. Oh, wait, there's a commercial. So you're quoting Kermit the Frog? No, that was a commer- that's a commercial. Come on, man, let the audience know. I didn't know I can't okay, here we go.
the hell? Never mind, hang on. Okay, here we go. You're starting to you're starting to sound like an Avon lady selling products, okay? Fumbling about in the living room floor with all the products and don't here know. Here we go. Here we go. Well, when did you decipher at exactly zero four hundred? It's just three words. I didn't ask for a word count. Give me the message. You won't believe it. We've checked and double checked. It keeps coming up the same thing, Colonel. The message is. Mars needs women. Oh, that's the title of the article. <laughs> and it's the title of the movie. Really Please, bad. people, give the backstory up to the movie you just really, spoke about. Really bad movie, 1966. Uh, but, but, you know, science fiction, fun, exploitation. You know, Mars is kidnapping women because Mars needs to procreate <laughs> procreate not recreate in mars terms it should be in, in recreate Mar in martian terms it is recreate okay yes. so here we go in my late, in my last article here which you guys have just heard i called for real men to quit pussyfooting around and retake the culture from the weenies and feministas debasing it I cited the 80s exemplars of manhood as real role models from Ronald Reagan to Don Johnson. None of them had to provide the preferred pronouns, and asking it of those still alive would be painful for the asker. But rugged individuality only goes so far in building a new world. You couldn't get any more self-sufficient than the first man, Adam. <clears throat> Yet God realized he needed a different kind of backup. Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. John three sixteen. Sure, Eve caused a lot of trouble, but she pulled her weight in the end. Now it's time for real women to do the same, despite the younger breed doing the opposite. Last week... Teen Vogue cited a recent poll demonstrating just how far into left field young women have gone and taken Western civilization with them. The poll proves this has more to do with sex than youth, since male youths are tilting conservative, if less extremely than girls gone wildly liberal. The category, Red Flags and a Partner, illustrates the widening gyre. For instance, a pr prospective partner saying all lives matter turns off 60% of young women, only 41% of men. <clears throat> saying there are only two genders repels 58% of women, only 34% of men. Listening to Joe Rogan triggers 55% of women against 35% of men. Identifying as conservative Frightens 54% of women, just 35% of undoubtedly beta men. Refusing to see the Barbie movie offends 53% of women, 31% of men. Not caring about politics dissuades 50% of women, a mere 29% of men. Conversely, only 27% of women dislike their guy owning a gun and a scant 13% of men, which suggests the male protector tradition has remained constant. 
And although a bare 19% of women mind a partner identifying as liberal, a much higher 33% of men do. As indication, an indication that feminists are now annoying a significant por- portion of progressive men. It goes to show there's a limit to emasculation. Feminists have spent the last three decades decrying the main theme of the highest-ranked nonfiction work of the 90s, according to CNN. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus, the classic guide to understanding the opposite sex. Relationship counselor John Gray's 1993 book sold more than 15 million copies and spent two years on the bestseller list. Gray posits that men and women can find common and fruitful ground once they recognize their gravitational differences are psychological and emotional. But mutual acceptance is the last thing feminists want. They seek to kill the chimera they fabricated, the patriarchy, by attacking men in an impossible attempt to replace them rather than advance society as what they fear and loathe most, a family. The the suicidal futility of their quest escapes them, but not wiser, realer minds like Carrie Gress, author of the new book, The End of Woman, How Smashing the Patriarchy Has Destroyed Us. In her book, Gress expertly and historically describes the double-edged sword feminism has become. She synthesized her thesis (coughs) in a recent interview on the Andrew Claven podcast. This has been a great this has been a goal to separate a woman from her fertility, from her children, from her husband, and make the ident- the idealized independent woman, Gress said. But the ex but at the expense of all that's feminine and the vulnerability certainly that comes with childbearing. It wasn't a question of how do we help women as women, how, but how do we change them to be more like men? The real idea is devouring men and try to put women in their place. Gress believes traditionalism can counter the brainwashing of young women like those sadly represented in the Teen Vogue poll. As the principal vehicle, as Andrew Claven, I, and other disciples of the late great Andrew Bybart have long stressed, is the arts and the culture. I think we have amazing resources in novels and storytelling, and we're just not really doing it well, Gress continued. Part of the problem is that everything is being woked over. We don't have a lot of fun movies anymore because they just just become so busy indoctrinating us. There's always going to be fodder in something like an Austin novel, but I think there's much more room for something more creative and new and fresh. Okay. Wait, wait. And that's where we storytellers come in. Contrary to the mainstream media fallacy, it's not LGBTQ pluses, trans persons, and feminists who have to fight the power. It's us. We must present real women who love men as good mates and potential husbands and want a home for their children. When all of Hollywood and too many book publishers deny their existence and disdain men, we must champion physical and spiritual beauty when movies and music wallow in ugliness, soulless sex, and progressive propaganda like Barbie. And we must be better at our craft than the vacuous left so righteous investors will support our art and reap the reward the, the way Angel Studios did from Sound of Freedom. Then, 
while misguided young women follow their dark, dying star to misery, loneliness, and ultimate oblivion, married mothers will preserve Western civilization along with their men and relish seeing themselves reflected on the screen and in print. And if men really are from Mars, they need real women to fulfill each other. Okay. You know, um, I, I like it. Okay. okay. <laughs> you get my approval, okay? Yeah. You have to think about that, but it's the two parts. No, you Ying know what? Yang. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to go criticism first because, quite frankly, what you're saying is uh, a call out for masculine desperado. We are desperately seeking each other as right. men. That's right. And we're trying to save ourselves from ourselves that we didn't do this to ourselves other than being men. And uh, I think men are raising their children more than ever before. And it's just not enough because too many of us are divorced or born out of wedlock. So it kind of sucks because men are more involved now. I see men taking the kids to school a lot more now than when I was growing but up. They, but they had to, but they had to, Manny. For, for instance... You know, the no, t- you know what's really happening? Uh, it's an affect, a negative, it's a positive affect of a negative consequence no, be, of divorce is that when you have custody or when you have visitation rights, it might land on school days. I, I, can, <laughs> I can address the divorce, but that's a different problem. Right no, you now. can't. You've never been divorced. Yeah, but that's a different problem right now. Be- because men have to take charge because their sons and daughters are being messed up by the system, you know, and women, you know, or were too passive in a, <clears throat> by allowing it, <clears throat> and men had to step in and say, "This is wrong. You're not going to get sep- You're not going to have, you know, the same bathroom for men and women and trans. That's not going to happen with my daughter." And they had to go in there and step in and do the job. And that's why, you know, that's why you see more men now. And and and, and but but women have to get off. You know, stop being. You know, if you look at the trans movement, the mothers. Ninety-nine percent are appalled. No, are women, but ninety-nine percent of the trans kids—it's their mothers pushing it as some kind of, you know, virtue signaling crap. You know, which is which is always women. And you go, where are the men in this? You know, because the men aren't doing it. It's the women. Well, there there is a there is a case that kind of hit close to home here on the island, where the two parents uh, sided with the child. And the child mm. got the transition. Yeah, and guess no, what? It's 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 it's, it's Depre- an e- depression and suicide. It's an evil. It's an evil that has to be stopped. And men have well, to. Well, guess s- guess who pushes Nazism on a, on <laughs> us conservatives? <laughs> cool. And it's left. I mean, if you are talking about the left accusing you of something that they're doing themselves, this is a perfect example. The left is condoning gender uh, reaffirmation because the left just the left wants. You, know, you want you know to Marxists and destroy, want destroy the children to debate the gender. Yeah. Marxists are the ones who push the debate on gender. What's ironic about all this is that Mr. Marxist himself, Vladimir Putin, is really anti. Oh yeah, homosexuals, yeah, yeah. transsexuals, yeah, 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 yeah. and and yet. He comes from the bastion of Marxism. Which could be a reason why, you know... The, he probably saw it as a flaw in could, Soviet doctrine. could be the reason why the left, you know, is so, you know, pro-Ukraine, you know? It's just, uh, but but that's, that's, another, that's another issue. The point is, the point is that, 
the family unit, you have to get back to be men and women have to get but back. Wait, wait, they, they stay, they go back to kind of the theme of your article, which is something I want to play on YouTube, which is the news out on Russell Brand. Uh-huh. And this is Sky News out of Australia, so I make no defense of the reporting or anything. I just love to listen to reports from abroad because I'm really sick and tired of American media. Yeah, me too. I love okay, I, so I prefer it. Here we go. It's seven minutes, though. Hold you, on. You fixed it? I, I'm hoping I'm, that's the reason why I'm playing this, to see if I fixed it. It's the day I'm a tech giant. <laughs> ah! No. I don't know. I was super confident. <laughs> oh, no. What happened? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, no. Wait a minute. Oh, terrible, <laughs> terrible. I got the video. I got everything, but I don't have any volume. Oh, this sucks. What the hell happened? Oh, man. See what, why you need, like, assistant producers? <laughs> it's terrible. All they do is cough. <coughs> yeah, oh, ah. That's another issue for me. Yeah, my God. I, I'm looking at the video of the false, uh, they're claiming false accusations here, but I don't have the freaking audio. What is going on here? Well, actually, you did bring, a, uh, bring up a good point, actually. Be, 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 oh, actually, like every once in a while, I do. <laughs> be, Jesus, because because the sexual attacks. Yeah, are, it seems like anybody who's anybody who charges, making any kind of sense. Yeah, all any, of a sudden he's any, got a sexual assault yeah, charge on him. Yeah, it's 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 and it's, it's, guess what? It's really hard to disprove because most people in society believe that men are the perpetrators. Therefore, you know, accuse someone of of sexual transgression, and most people believe it. Okay, so here's three here's three recent happenings. Just when you thought it was safe to go back to Fox News, Fox cancels a Ron DeSantis campaign ad. Had you heard of this? No, go for it. Tell they, us. They didn't cancel it. They censored it because they wouldn't allow <clears throat> shots of him in uniform in Iraq with a rifle. Holy lordy! So that's Fox News. Just when you wow, think, is yeah. that the kids of the Fo- of yeah. the of Murdoch's kids or what? Jeez, yeah. yeah, they can't. You know, he's in a uniform serving the country with a rifle, and they said no. So I I stand by my Fox News boycott. Okay, that's one. Two, a military base just canceled the screening scheduled screening of uh, Sound of Freedom. You know, they just you know. Boom, pulled the... Wait, wait, maybe, maybe I got a button here. I just pressed the button. Yeah? No. Pulled the plug on it. Okay? Three, YouTube demonetizes Russell Brand. Right? You know, the guy has been accused, hasn't even been convicted, you know, innocent until proven guilty, and YouTube demonetizes him. Just on the, you know... They, had, they still have Black Lives Matter... <coughs> and terrorists on there, but they remove Russell Brand because he's accused by girls from 10, 15 years ago. You know, it's really how do you defend something? You, like, do, you can't. How do you defend yourself? You I mean, can't. and that's a new. You and, walk away from something that you think is consensual, or did you actually rape someone years ago and nobody knew well, knew prove, about it until now? Prove I mean, it. They did with Co- they did with Cosby. I love Bill. <coughs> I love Bill Cosby. It's kind of hard when you talk about Bill Cosby. 
I That's him. really difficult because he was such a funny guy. I, a brilliant. And family-oriented shows and stuff. Fan, fan, and it turns out he was a violator the whole time. I spy. I love the guy. Just brilliant. You know, great, positive comedian. And he started talking about the lack of fathers in, in you know, in... In, in the, the hood. In the hood. And boom. All this stuff comes out out of the blue. Russell Brand starts taking on the system, the vaccines, you know, the... You know, the pharmaceutical industry, and boom, this comes out, you know. Uh, yeah, and the thing is that I've always thought he was an anti-establishment kind of guy. He was. But I never saw him as a conservative but guy. That, but that's the thing. All the, he seemed all, like a lefty. He was for a while, but the, but the left is too much for liberals, you know, for real. Well, I think they, they also see, a, uh, the 1% of 1% see the error of their ways. And uh, those are the ones that jump over and become independents. Right. You know, the, the vast majority of independent registered independents in this country are ex-liberals. Mm. And they, they don't think they're conservative, believe me. They just think they're rational liberals. And that's what sucks about the independent. It's three to one against Republicans and two to one against Democrats. W- will, you open, will you open up the phone lines for the last half hour? See if we can- no. Okay. I really, I'm only interested in your opinion. No, that's no. We'll give it to him, but we'll give it to him in answer. And I, I don't have the the worst thing about calling is this, since I can't screen before you're on the air. That's okay. No, people mistreat it, especially the ones who want to call. They are in their car. They're pissed off at something you said or I said, most likely me. Well, you know, you know me. and they'll set they'll set you up and do some vulgarity that I can't stop because I didn't screen them in well, advance. Why don't we just try and tell people to shoot, to, to to tone it down? <laughs> what do we tone it down? Since what, that's like telling someone to tone it up. Okay, I, I, you know, I, I, today's I, I, oh, on top of that, technical difficulties. Yeah. Okay. So we just have to wait for another day. All right. So it's six thirty. We started at five thirty. Yeah, we'll go for another half hour. Uh, we can go for another half hour because you know Lou is not uh, United Autos Workers Union. He's actually, <laughs> he's actually, yeah. Oh, that's a good. That's a good segue. What do you feel about your fellow writers and playwrights in Hollywood? Oh, I think they're ridiculous. And they're getting slammed. I, 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 what, you know, what makes it so ridiculous, their strike today? Because there's no money. Because Hollywood is losing money by the millions. And they're just sinking. They're just speeding the sinking of the ship, of the Titanic. You know? And don't you believe that they have gripes because their creativity uh, oh, is valuable? Oh, everybody's got gripes. But in for, other words, if it doesn't get on the page, it never for, gets on the stage. But first of all, the, the stuff that gets on the page is crap. You know, number one. Well, they're bad. Hello, yeah. Yeah, they're bad. Number one. But are you are <clears throat> you solely basing your opinion on the content or the actual role that they play to make stuff go live and it's, produced? It's a it's a perfect storm of of lameness. Okay, the, I've got no sympathy for the studios, but the studios they're woke idiots. They don't know. And they're what, losing money. They're losing money. Disney's losing a fortune. Because so they, you think they're breaking? The, they're breaking the strike, because a lot of people are going back on the air. No, but they're, no, but they're chicken out. And yeah. the big bo- and the big boys are fun are funding their own production. No, they're chicken out. Bill Maher chicken. You know, he he pedaled back. Drew Barrymore. What? How many shows he do before yeah. he bailed? He no, he didn't do any. So oh, he didn't do any. I'm going to go back. So he went back know, to and his and, and, and integrity. They're scared. No, 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 no. You, you got it wrong. He said, "I'm going to do." Well, no, I I'm, got it wrong because Bill Maher has no integrity. No, but I'm, no, Bill, no, you, you got it backwards. Is what I'm saying. Bill, Bill Maher said, "I'm going to do the show without writers. It's a talk show, political." I just hold the uh, hold the um, fort with his intellect. Exactly, which he can do, and he got attacked, and then he said, "Oh, okay, you're right. I'm sorry." You know, Drew Barrymore, same thing. You know, I'm. Ah, oh, she's a 
Yeah, but she's a lightweight. Yeah, she's a lightweight, but she. But How about the other funny guy? What's his name? Uh, uh, I'm one of the major studios. Uh, late night show. Gutfeld. No. All, all the late night guys are, are on strike. Yeah, I understand, but one of them was threatening to go back as. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm no. sorry. It was a podcast. Him and his homies. Yeah. At home doing podcasts. Yeah, podcasts. Who the. Did like Say them. it out loud, baby. We're here on WSQF 94.5. We're a real deal FM radio right. station. Okay, so. You so, know how many people come in here and they, they see how beautiful the studio is and they want to do podcasts? I go, podcast? Please, you can do a podcast while you're doing radio, <laughs> but it's a freaking radio station, you freakazoids. <laughs> yeah, well, but it's so nice in here. And guess what? You're appealing to the numbness of the audience because people who gravitate towards podcasts are really telling you they're not listening to what's being said. They want to see facial expressions. They want to see how someone looks to get. I'm guilty of wanting to see what Megyn Kelly looks like when she, <laughs> when she interviews people, but that's just my bias, you know? She's the kind of woman I was always attracted to. Sure. What can I tell you? I'm sorry. Sure. The she's... tall, slanky, blonde, even if it's fake blonde, it's just that slanky body of hers and her demeanor. I also like very strong women because I was raised by a strong woman. And I had a tendency to date women that were very confident and you know, put up a put up an argument because I'm kind of argumentative. I don't think you can be kind of argumentative, but you know, I'm the kind of person you tell me, "Oh, he talks too much, dude." That's the best thing you got to say, or is that well, the worst thing you got to say? I, I, Megan, uh, Meg, Megan, I talk so much. I, I built a radio station. I could talk even more. So, Megan, kiss not, my. You know what? Megan's another great one that got hit from all sides and came out stronger. You know. And better and more popular than ever. I think she was set up and she came out lesser, even though she made a ton of money. No, she's making money now. Her I, I more popular than her NBC show. If and it's Fox. about making money, she's done that. She no, stole, it's not. It's about she got a bunch of money from a, Fox and got a bunch of money from uh, what was it? It's CBS? not about making money. It's about no. They in, set her up, man. It's about influencing. You the see company. how elegant she was on Fox, and then she went to that show. Uh, what was it? CBS, it's, it's NBC, today, ABC, Today Show, or something. Today Show, and they 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 stopped making up her hair. They stopped I, putting I her. Don't, ma- I don't made know. her look like some I, kind of hippie, and I, she flopped. I don't know. I didn't watch. No, she didn't. She flopped because she didn't tell the. She didn't flop. She got knocked off because she didn't tell the line. You know, for the for that audience. For that absolutely. audience, right? For yeah. She for, looked terrible. For, well, I don't know. I they made wa- her look like a diz. I never watched it. She looks great now. They seem like they set her up. I wonder what her contract said. You take me off the air, I still get my money. You, you, you go. <laughs> Why? Hello. Who? Who? What? Hello. Oh, because if he, because you're in the Hollywood. No, because I. Oh, because you're in love with Megan Kelly. No, I'm not. Uh, oh, you pen palling with Megan, and you're not telling us. I'm not. No, it's all professional journalism. Come on, I, I started off with what I said. Yeah, I'm a bigger fan of Megan Kelly than I, you I, are. I, 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 I can produce one of her shows. You I'm can't. A, I'm a colleague. I'm her colleague. I'm her colleague too. Okay. Well, all right. Are, so, I'm her collagen colleague. No. Uh, Come on, man, so, so, Megan. Whatever you want. Blink Radio WSQF ninety four point five. Here's a toll free number one. Eight four five six four five nine seven seven three, or just reach out to Lou, and he'll hand them off to me. Anyway, she's sharp. She's a sharp. Cat. She's a wonderful, wonderful talent. Um, yeah, and and uh, go and come back to Fox because even though he's not going to see you, I'm I am. I'm not. <laughs> I don't watch Fox, and I'm not going to watch it unless they put the the Santa stand. Uh, you know what I do find myself doing a lot now that I that I, well I always did a little bit, but never as much as I do now. Unfortunately, Blumberg. Ugh. 
Bloomberg? Yeah, just get involved in stocks and finances. Oh, oh. And just watch the stock market all day. You mean Bloomberg? Oh, look at him. Proactive, reactive, procreate, you know, recreate. No, 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 I, I didn't. Bloomberg. Uh, please. Bloomberg. Oh, I mispronounced he Bloomberg. Was a ma- he was a Bloomberg. Ma- he Bloomberg. He was the mayor of New York City. That's all. I just confused. What a pin drop, man. <laughs> He's playing with my pronunciation No, again. I just didn't know who you were talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, we can't really debate your English and my English because I, I got no, I got, I can't prove it. No, I just wanted to be know know who we were talking. Jeez, you know. Anyway, no, for money. You do write magnificent when you want. You yeah. write really well. Thank you for for money and stuff. Yeah, Bloomberg is 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 you know business. You know, sure. Okay, so yeah, I find myself hearing the news based on the the business spin, and since a lot of the people are from the Far East. Uh, you know, they're uh, Chinese and Korean and Japanese uh, analysts on Bloomberg. It's pretty cool to listen to that that uh, non-political angle on sometimes issues of the day. Like they cover illegal immigration's impact on, on our economy uh, very well. The impacts are really gross to the, the the average working guy who's now, guess what? He's got to go to work because you're competing about someone to do your job for half your pay. And that's for the next 20, 30 years. These guys are going to work for even less than minimum wage. Don't you think the an illegal who doesn't have papers, who's been let out, and as long as you don't commit crimes, he can keep on making money cash. Now, do you think uh, in the Trump presidency or in DeSantis' presidency, or in the Tulsi Gabbard presidency, they're going to clamp down on illegal immigration on the on Americans' farmland. I don't think so. What do you think? I I, I mean, once you release so many thousands of millions of people, you got to let them work, right? Or I else th- they're going to commit crime. I think any of the uh, you know any of the Republican candidates would would do well on immigration. Any, all of them. Well, you know who I find really appealing? Except, and I won't support him only because I have no faith in his candidacy, but I actually like his demeanor, yeah. is Bergham. Who? Bergham, the guy from Montana. Oh, God. Governor. Yeah. yeah, okay. I like the very fact that he succeeded in, in the private sector. I like the very fact that he's talking zero politics. He's talking only about what's wrong about Biden. I also like that he was he wasn't really pushy during the debates in terms of insisting on getting airtime. I also like that he ruptured his Achilles just like me. So I started liking him after he ruptured his Achilles the day of the debate. Oh. That means he was playing ball. He was he was throwing elbows around at a time to release stress because he was about to go on a very big debate that same day. That's a stud. If you ask me, okay? It's. Pretty awesome. I know what it's like to blow out an Achilles. So why are you why? But why are you wasting people's time with Bergen? I don't know why. I, f- I find him to be fascinating. Okay, he he'll have create a- he'll create the energy independence that Trump was on. He'll go right back to energy independence. Unleash the wells, man. Yeah, yeah, a, lot, a lot of those guys. Are, America completely settles down. A lot of those, if gas was under a buck. A lot of those guys are too. Oh, well, by the way, DeSantis said two fifty a gallon, guaranteed. Trump one eighty nine. Yeah, well, it wasn't, was it? It was. He got the 189 yeah, yeah. until COVID hit. Then COVID, you know, the commies got him. Got him? Uh, people don't even realize that. America, we were invaded by bioware. Biowarfare, my pe- friend. People realize that. I don't think so. No, they do. Oh, no, no not, the, not the left, no. They're just, they're just to think it was a mangolin. 
it was biowarfare. Of course, it, it was an entire and Western economy and, and successful, and it brought in and it ruined children. Going back to children, man, teen suicide, little kids that couldn't read each other or their moms and dads' lips. I, I have a novel. Teachers, I have a novel coming out next year about this, so uh, I hope you all buy it. Uh, do you have a title? The Washington Trail. It's a That's de- lame. Detective story. The Washington Trail. Can't you do better than that? Maybe I might change it. How about the Swamp Trail? <laughs> How about the Deep Trail? <laughs> How about uh, DC Deep? It takes place in DC, and it's about two detectives on the trail of something. You see, dude, you got to find something else, man. Right. Like you know, uh, cracker crumbs in DC, mm-hmm. or uh, I don't know what. Uh, Much better. And by the way, uh, I, this is actually a perfect time. I hope that you all. I mean, time is flying, flying fast, and we're already at the end of September. And uh, it's already, you know, uh, I, I know Christmas is a ways away, but I hope that you'll all consider buying my perennial Christmas novel, The Christmas Spirit. It's a romantic fantasy uh, ghost story, and I think you'll all love it, and I hope you'll all get it. When did you write that one? That was a while ago? That was my, yeah, my most recent book. Oh, the most recent. Came back, came out in 2021. I guess. And your first book was what year? Jake you- from Air, 19, 2018. That was a kid's book? Uh, no, no, it's a family book. The Every, family book. Everyone would enjoy it. So parents read the kids. Yeah. No. 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 Not really. Or is more of an adult book. It's 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 a you know it's a it's a, it's an adult it's a it's a it's a family book easy to read kids will love it and adults will love it. But they read it on their own. Yeah, it's kind of like that, a like a Sherlock Holmes you know kids would love it and oh okay so it was a mystery three musketeers you know like it had chivalry and right, mystery at right, the same right, time right right but it's but yeah but this is. This one's a funny about a dog that ran for mayor, based on a true story, and you know, inspired by a true story. But it's it's really funny and it's really cute and it's really good. Well, that could have been an autobiography too. Yeah. You know. Okay. And your second book was? My second book is a great American novel, Paper Tigers. It's a semi-autobiography. I completely, I, I completely disagree with that title. Paper, Paper novel. Ti- Paper Tiger has got to be used only for one reason alone. Pa- what? Great American mistake denying its manifest destiny. Paper Paper Tigers is a is is a uh, it's a great it's a great book. It's a really great book. Hasn't a publisher ever approached you with changing the title of republishing it? No, no, no. Will you call me and say, you, "Manny, you're right. A great publisher just no, no, the reason wants to republish paper, my book. It's about he wants to change my It's tires. about two interns at the Washington like Post. Like Dancing with the Buffaloes it's became. About, it's about two interns at the Washington Post. A young conservative guy. And a beautiful feminist. And they meet at the water but they, water bottle. They, they leave at the, They meet at the Washington Post. They're both copy aides, interns, and they both want a reporter spot. And she's incre. I mean, she's incredibly bright and uh, very liberal and beautiful. He's you know good looking, rugged, you know, alpha male, incredibly conservative. And well, the question is, does chemistry trump ideology? Or does opposites attract? The, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, right, and and it's a great it's a great story, and uh, and it's it's come close twice to being a movie, really close to being a movie. Ooh, but and that's uh, the world that we live in. Everything is really close right. in, the, in the movie world. Right, but it's and a, the third book. The third book is the Christmas Spirit. Also, oh, it's that's it. This is it. Yeah. So yeah. you're not going to write ever again. I'm writing now. I'm finishing another one. Oh, what's this one called? The Deep Cracker. The State? Washington Trail. We just talked about it. No, but uh, I was trying to get you to change the title. Don't you well, get I, I, I might, Hello? I might change the title. I'm trying to, you it, know, second time around, you might change the title right there. It's Live not, on it, Blink Radio. It's not finished yet. It'll be finished this month, I hope. No, I can, I can tell that. 
the dogs are interrupting you the way they sit yeah, yeah. and watch you write <laughs> yeah, and yeah. stuff. They're the only ones that are listening. Yeah. That's his spell check, by the way. <laughs> she, she or he goes, whoo! That's very funny. Yeah, he starts, saying, he starts talking out loud. Do you ever read this stuff out loud while you're writing? No. You never do? No. Wow, that's a, like a very healthy exercise to see, or do you just naturally put the sentences together? I, I, I have a writer friend. She's the daughter of, uh, I mean, you know. The, Tell me she's not your girlfriend. No, no, she's a social media friend, and she's married, happily married, and, and she's the daughter of Andrew Clavin, who's a brilliant, who's a brilliant writer. And, uh, and uh, anyway, his daughter's named Faith Moore. And she posted something online because she's writing a scene for one of her fiction about, uh, and and the, her question was to my writer friends, what is something that a totally woke guy on a date would say that would turn off a non-woke girl date, you know? That was her question. She needed help. I got the answer. What is it? What's your favorite color? How is that a woke guy? the most ridiculous no, question. No, that's, that's a cliche, but it's got nothing to do with woke. You know? Oh, your favorite color? It's got nothing to the, do with... The, uh, the, 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 the vague pastels, that is so liberal. Yeah, no, yeah, that's not it. That doesn't work. That doesn't work, right? But but I, so I, I suggest, you know, they go out... Watch, watch. Here comes your idea. Go ahead. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is what my suggestion to her. They go out on a date. She orders a steak, you know, at a restaurant. And the guy says... Not well done. The guy says, uh, did you know that uh, cows account for 12% of the, uh, you know, the, uh, what, what do you call it? The, oh, I get it. You the, went to generic. The green, the green, you know, the green, uh, whatever. And she replies, yes, no, no, but they it. fart. The they green. fart. She says that. Yeah, she says that. I mean, he says that. And did you know that when they fart, uh, we're all suffocating? You know, climate change because of cow fart? Oh, so you went really generic. You, you guys are like really gumball. You guys really don't get it, you know? You go for the obvious woke. I get it. So why would she ask a question if the answer was the obvious answer? That wasn't so obvious. That was very clever. Come on. The whole cow thing was just... That I mean, was clever. Clever nothing, man. It was generic. It wasn't generic. I went with clever. Like the lace. Yeah, color. Yeah, what's your favorite color? Yeah, that's yeah. so yeah, adolescent. That, was, that women would rush, rush out of the restaurant on that one. No, dude, it's just woke. They're so corny and they're so amateurish and they're so adolescent. It's got nothing to do with and woke. Then he, and he actually thought that's it got was nothing charming. To, that's what's your favorite color? So he could come back with, oh, me too. I like that color. That's, it means that's it not, means It means friendly. That's not what we're talking about. Actually, I heard on a podcast today something really cool. That had to do with our cigar buddies and my stick world that I left after suffering my strokes. I'm really missing my cigar smoking. Yeah, sure. And this guy, and I've been off for what, three years now since my stroke? And I've been, you know, really pondering, like, do I just take the risk, you know? I'm missing out too much of my friendships. And this person on this podcast, who I don't know, just laid it out there flat out. And he would say something like this, that's... that. You know, of something where you're 1% of 1% and only you can see the value and, and the others like you can see the value. Like, for instance, see where we're sitting? Most people come into this room and say, gross. And we just say, happy to see you go. See you later. Do you know what really drives us all together? And he goes, we only need to hold the same cigar and immediate kingship 
develops. Only we understand what's your story because we're actually interested in each other's stories, complete strangers, because we both have a cigar in our hand. And of course, the comments were everything I was already feeling. Everybody was like, ah, that's so true. Immediate kingship. You don't know their politics. You don't know their persons. You don't know who they are. You don't even know why they're there. All you know is that what brought them there is the same reason I brought you there. And guess what? Four hours will go by with a total stranger, and we might not take each other's numbers. We might agree never to see each other again. Might not even the topic of conversation. Neither one of us are interested to ever see each other again. It's a cigar bar, right? Cigar or cigar joints. Yeah. And I have. That's wonderful. I have four or five of them in this town, based on my conversations I want to have that day. That's wonderful. If I if I want theater, I go to the guy in Kendall. But as you know, if I want the Heat, the Dolphins, the Marlins. I go to Doral. As you know, my if I want politics, I go right here close to the key. So you can imagine how quickly I, I get intoxicated by judges, prosecutors, cops. Bro, I've had cops coming from a scene, a crime scene. <laughs> there, you could smell that they that their adrenaline has been running, because I recognize that from sports. You can tell when our, you know, when a man's adrenaline is running at full octane, they come and smell. It's called the smell of maha. Anybody who knows what a maha is, it's the big black snake that sits on a rock yeah. in the middle of the sun and smells like dark battle. And he's done nothing but lie there because he just loves the heat of the Cuban sun. It's called the maha. It's yeah. a big snake, a fat snake. Well, men smell like maha when they're either playing sports, adrenaline's running, or they're in a fight, or, well, these cops would come in and they just finish a bust. You know, they're in jeans and they're in sneakers. They're not in uniform. And they sit down, and when they sit down, guess what happens? Right in front of my face, all the time, not just sometime, all the time, all the time. Over the last 30 years, I've been smoking cigars. I'm 58, so I've been smoking since I was 28, and I stopped smoking, obviously. But still, they come in, they sit down, and guess what? Without saying a word, someone brings them a Whopper from the shopping center where this bar is at, uh, cigar joins at, and the cigar. And guess what? They start reliving the crime scene with the other cops wow. getting their their sh- shit together yeah that's interesting you know what i mean get the reports together did, uh, did you did you did you do that remember he had the gun remember what yeah and you're like as long as you shut up and don't disrespect their scene they'll tell you the whole thing cops are cool and the and, and the cop mystique and mentality and ambiance is cool um, so they slam the they slam the whopper fast as all hell. Uh-huh. They take their sweet ass time to smoke the cigar, yeah. and they just walk away. Yeah, they and just walk out. And the cigar guy says, I'll "Catch you later." They don't even stop at the register. They don't pay for nothing. They're just happy to be there. And I look at the guy, and he looks at me, and he goes, "Believe me, when they're here, I have no problems. <laughs> I, have, I have no crime problems, and uh, I need them always here because cigar smoking is, you know." One in the afternoon, but it's also three in the morning. Right, right, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. It's a full twenty-four hour operation to smoke cigars and it's, sell cigars. It's really sad because uh, I used to love. I was all, I almost became a cop in D.C. Came really close, you know. I I took the test, and uh, and I scored really high, and uh, this was a long time ago. I scored really high, and they told, and I really needed the job. I had no prospects. I really needed the job, and I was ready to do No, and you had to go to police academy and the whole thing. Right. So I took the test in D.C. in the, uh, yeah, oh, I won't say when. It was, it was a, 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 a mayor. A, a woke wallow. Mayor Barry was the in charge. The early days of woke. Mayor Barry was in charge. 
And they said they'd let us know in, four, in three weeks what the result was. Well, they didn't let us know in three weeks. They didn't let us know in three months. They didn't let us know in six months. And by that time, I'd made plans. You know, I mean, yeah, of course. You I, sit there and wait. I made to go to, to go to L.A. and be a writer. And then what happened, and we had no idea what happened. So what had happened is that all the whites scored much higher than the blacks. Therefore, Mayor Barry said that the test was racist, and he was going to lower the passing grade 10 points and have people cho- chosen by lottery. That, that was the decision. You know what that sounds exactly like? Yeah. The Virginia Key Mass Academy, originally built for blacks to come out of the inner city to learn about the porpoises, dolphins, the bay. The, uh, and since it was not a, quite a magnet school, but it was a special school for people who had to take an exam to get in, a public school. Right. I might as well say magnet school. And they lowered the standards. They still didn't qualify. Mass ended up becoming a Hispanic language type school of whites and Hispanics who took, by the way, people don't know this about the mass here in Key Biscayne. This was before my involvement for Key Biscayne, is that people really took planes, trains, and automobiles to get to that school. Not only would you have to win the lottery by the exam as well, you take the exam and then win the lottery. So imagine that, like, double victory. But you really had to get on a train, plane, and automobile to get to school on time because most of these kids were disadvantaged, and then parents didn't have the time to take them to school. They had to literally get on the, on the metro rail, then the bus, and, then, and still have to come out to Virginia Key. Not easy. And they lowered the standards of the school so that more people could get in that was intended for them. Remember, it was the old planet. You weren't around back then. But in the 80s, there was a, a, a museum-type oceanography, kind of NOAA-inspired kind of recreational facility, entertainment facility called uh, the Planet Ocean. Mm. And, you know, it died on its own. It, people just stopped attending. They had an iceberg that they had freezing there. That sounds great. And really cool. And then they turned that into mast. And that's the old mast building. But your story of the police force, they lowered the standards. And then, Well, the end of the story was... The D.C. is a federal city, and when they finally, for, you know, first of all, it took too long. Had had they called, had they you called me in three weeks, that's what I would have been. You would have been a cop. I would have been a D.C. cop trying to make detective because I didn't want to be a street guy. Uh, but but that was that was that was my course. And then wow, great material for your future books. And then the, and then <laughs> con, and then Congress said. To, to Barry, what the hell are you doing? You know, we're not going to have these, you know, anybody goof, goofballs patrolling our city. So anyway, they completely blasted him, and so they, I'm getting ready to go to LA, and they call me. You know, you scored really high. Would you like to be a cop? You know, six we, months later. Yeah, and, and I, no. I, would and you like to be a writer? I, I said, well, you know, I, you guys want to be writers? I, I said, I, I, I don't think so, but. What would be the next step? It was the next step you'd come do the physical. I said, well, I'll, I'll do that, you know. So I went in and I did the physical. Of course, you know, I, and they I, realized you were really short and they received No, I, yeah, but I, but I was 5'7". <laughs> 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 oh, um, <laughs> so, I, so I passed, but then I said, nah. But, it, it, but my life would have been completely, completely different, you know. It's, uh, boy, you need it now. Yeah. Because do you see how the left, by the way, how the left is now coming out publicly as if they weren't for defund the police. Oh, no, yeah, no. They, 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 they're just so flippant on their failures. But that's, but see. It's what duplicity, man. But, that, but that's America's fault. I mean, to, to see all these wonderful cities that they could never have built. 
Why were they supporting, you know, drug addict Floyd? So what if he got need? He was banging his head against the street. Right, but but but, but the but even the, my homie uh, Ted Cruz. But, but but apart from that, even Ted Cruz was accusing the cop of uh, bastardly acts by kneeing the guy in the head. He was banging his head against the floor. San Francisco. God, you're supposed to put your knee into someone's head Port- who's headbutting the street. Portland to keep him from banging the street. Portland, Chicago. These were works of wonder. Especially in, Chicago. And now they're just... I've read a commodities book now they're just of how the commodities exchange. hell holes, and people keep voting... For hell, win. for hell. God! You know, I just... It just it, and, and the country... From I de mean, Blasio to Adams. To, to Unbelievable. Have, to have these morons like Biden and Harris and Mallorcas and all... To have these... Um, no, and then they knew to the, the Giuliani's out there, so they don't even run. Oh, my God. I just What is wrong with people? You see what Illinois just did? A cashless bail? Yeah, yeah. No, what, what, wow. What is wrong How with... How the hell do you pass cashless bail at this moment in time when you're... What is wrong when you're with... Ta- when you're, you're the greatest city in your state and then, is and in then, a hell. And then it's even close. 20 years ago, Biden would have been laughed. He was laughed at. 30 years ago, Biden was laughed off the campaign trail, you know, for being a total zero. Well, you know, zero people like you who were <laughs> negative zero on Trump. Look, you made him popular. I, 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 I look. You the, can't, you can't show the crack of your butt if you're a Republican. The, and even if you don't like the guy, you have to keep oh, on no, repeating it, after yourself. Yeah. he's not coming over for dinner. Yeah. shut I, up and vote. No, I'm sorry. I knew McCain was a loser. I knew Romney was a loser. You know, and I, you know, and I. And knew, you're going to be wrong on Trump. No, Trump, 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 Trump was. I remember when I was working so hard on the internet, and in, and doing my role in the Ted Cruz campaign here as best I could. And quite frankly, I was getting attention because if I was driving him around during the debates here, and I had him in my car, and it was actually, and everybody saw this, it's obvious I was having an effect, a positive effect on the campaign, intellectually, not poster holding cheerleading. And I really am taken aback by what I saw from the bird's eye view of which I saw it. And I saw how the media report the same thing I physically saw and how distorted it was and how wrong it was. Then I saw how the candidate would handle the press in, its, in the manner in which he did. And the, the, the deep uh, disdain they had for his intellect in order for Trump to win ultimately was really, really a watershed moment for me, personally, politically. So I really taken aback that after all those years of having the right guy at the right time, you picked the wrong guy for the right time, and that person was Donald Trump, then you turn on him. When I came to the grips with, hey man, as much as I love Ted Cruz, he couldn't do to the left what Trump did to the left. I'm very clear. On, I'm very clear where I am. I you stand, guys are a bunch of I pucks. I stand by it. Okay. That's my closing statement. This was a great show. So drop the mic moment. Read his books, even if you have to have someone read it out to you. You know? I don't know what else to say, you guys, but this is Blink Radio, where you blink once I said it, blink twice, you missed it. And since we talked about men... We're going to put on Pink Floyd's mother. If you like our programming on WSQF 94.5 in Key Biscayne, you can also hear us very far away nationwide, WSQFradio.com. And if you like our audio files and our subject matter, subscribe to YouTube Mac on the Rock Rampage. Take care and stay free.